softly as if I play piano in the dark. Found a way to channel my anger, not to embark. The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part. Guard with the signal clear as day. Put my block out, put my block away. I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war. Okay. Hello, welcome to episode 14 of the Fresh Out the Deli podcast. Uh, my name is Nick, and I'm joined today uh, by my brother, Dylan Sakali and also everybody's favorite wrestling fan, Troy Provo Heron. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about the year in rap music. Uh, 2016, we listened to a lot of rap. I listened to a lot more rap than I think I have in quite some time, and we've been uh, polluting our group chat with really long text conversations about rap music probably once a month for the last four or five months so uh we decided to make a podcast so what's up guys not much just yeah. it's been a great year for rap well it's been fantastic yeah it's been fantastic i mean this is the best year of rap in my entire life easily, easily. wow okay uh <laughs> So let's just start right from the top, uh, talking about our favorite albums. Um, or do we want to start with, I guess, right before we start uh, recording, Dylan asked uh, what really is considered rap music. Mm-hmm. And I think this year has really shown that uh, rap music isn't as one-dimensional as it used to be. Like, you still have the radio rap hits, like the trap beats and stuff that are out there. Um, and then you have, like, really artistic rap that's kind of like uh, – or not artistic, but, like, really smart and conscious rap, like Kendrick and Lupe last year. And uh, then you have things on the fringes like Frank Ocean that is it really rap or is it R&B or is it mm-hmm. kind of soul music? And the same thing with, like, Anderson Pack and – like Tyler the Creator has his own brand of rap, and there's kind of like this alternative rap going on. So, I I usually consider it all rap. What about you guys? Uh, I I kind of consider it all rap. You know, like all those albums have like rap verses, and like even if like the main artist doesn't rap at all in the album, like they'll normally have like features that they rap and stuff. So. I don't know, like, I still consider it rap. Like, it still has the same feel. Like, like the the instrumentals are similar. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I, feel yeah like I don't know. I mean, I think you touched on it when you said, like, I think rap music itself in general has become so wide-ranging. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I remember growing up and, like, any rap song that, like, you ever wanted to listen to is on the radio. And now it's like, I haven't listened to the radio in, like, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people who like rap music now, they don't listen to the radio. Uh, yeah. They're listening to other stuff. And so I think it's when, when it gets that way, it's not people. I think when, when music's on the radio, it's controlled by people who want things to sound a different way. And I think music in general, not just rap, but I think in rap especially, uh, it's not controlled anymore. I think it's just artists being artists. And so with that comes a whole, you know, different subgenres of rap music. I think you can go into, you know, mumble rap and all that different stuff that's kind of come out over the last couple of years. I think it makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And you're right, kind of growing up, I always thought there was like two types of raps and it was either it was good rap or bad rap. Like there were songs <laughs> that were really really terrible that were on the radio, but there were also songs that were really really great that were on the radio, but more often than not, if it was something anybody had heard of, 
it was played on the radio and it was either good or bad. And now yeah. there's so much, so many artists out there who are doing their own thing, being creative, just doing what they want that sometimes you get somebody special like Kendrick who comes around and he is on the radio from time to time and he has verses on albums that aren't rap albums and things like that. And But a lot of the times those guys don't really come up, but they're still really popular and people follow them on social media and they listen to them and they watch their music videos and things like that. So it is really interesting that the biggest rap out or the biggest uh, rappers out there right now really aren't necessarily the ones that get played on the radio the most. Mm-hmm. But, um, so what was Troy, let's start with you. What was your favorite rap album of the year? I guess it's your favorite album of the year. You only listen to rap music. We should probably point that, that out. Yeah. I really only listen to rap music. Uh, <laughs> Dylan knows my favorite. I think yeah. <laughs> I te- I text Dylan about this album at least once a month. I just text him like, <laughs> Yo, it's still good. Like it's 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 still amazing. You have a new favorite song every month. Every month, it's a different song. Uh, Travis Scott's uh, "Birds in the Trap" sing Brian Knight. That's it's arguably the most fun I've ever had listening to an album. I mean, Nick, you touched on creativity of artists, and I think it's from album artwork to production to lyrics. Um, it's arguably the most creative album I've ever listened to. Um, and I loved it when it came out and I still listen to it at least three times a week. Um, I I love it. I don't know what else to say. That's a fantastic album. Yeah. I really like that album too. Um, you know, it has that great, uh, Andre 3000 feature at the beginning. (laughs) I think that really set the tone for the album. It's a great start. It's a great way and, of really differentiating a good album versus a bad album this year. Is if Andre 3000 was on it, it was good, and if it wasn't, <laughs> it kind of wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the features on that album are really good. You have Kendrick, you have uh, Andre 3000, you have whoever's in Beeves in the Trap, but he's great. That's Nav. He's from Nav? Toronto. Yeah, he's from Toronto. Yeah, that song's really good. Um, yeah. And then you have Young Thug and. And pick up the phone. <laughs> and uh, 21 Savage oh. on outside. Well, I don't oh, really like him, but... <laughs> I, I don't really like Savage that much either, but he's okay in terms of guest verses. I don't I think he's good fine. in his own songs, but on that Drake song this year, uh-huh. uh, on, what, More Life, and, mm-hmm. and on Outside, he's fantastic, so... I mean, he has some redeemable qualities, I guess. Out of all of the, yeah. like, radio type oh. of rappers like like 21 savage and uh um like future and God. Like that. he's definitely the one that if he's featured in like a non-radio song it's like slightly acceptable yeah like of that uh freshman list this year mm-hmm. i think he him and like Lil dicky are probably the two best like no, I, I, I take i take him over like designer any day yeah, yeah. No. no, 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 <laughs> no, no, come on, guys. And Denzel Curry is actually pretty great. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's Dicky, it's Designer, and it's Uzi. If you're talking about that, if that, talking Uzi's about the double XL fresh, oh, Uzi so much better than Savage. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Savage is good. I'm just saying I don't <laughs> yeah, mind no. when he shows up, like, unannounced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, Uzi has one song. Money Longer is great, but besides that, that that's enough Uzi for me. All right, Dylan, what was your favorite rap, R&B, hip-hop, whatever you want to call it, hip-hop album? I'm going to have to say Schoolboy Q's Blank Face. That album does not have a bad song. In fact, every song is amazing. <laughs> you know, it has that part, which I think everybody's heard this year. Yeah, in my top it's ten. Prob- yeah, pro- definitely top five songs this year. And I don't know. It has great features, great production. I like how a lot of the songs like change halfway through. Because like most rap albums, like you have the songs and like a lot of them tend to like drone on kind of because like it's just like the same beats and whatever. But like all all of his songs on this album like have great like progression and like they change a lot towards the end. So it's like you're listening to a new song every song. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty great. So I think I have Blank Face I, is my second or third rap favorite album of the year. But mm-hmm. um, my favorite is I, – I still like Blonde the best by Frank Ocean. Yeah. Um, and I think I don't have – and to say I have a problem with Blank Face would be very, very much me over-exaggerating it because I love that album. Um, but the one criticism I have is when I listen to it, I don't feel like it's special. And I listen to it and I like almost every single song on it. And I think they're all really good. And I think the lyrics are strong and the production you touched on. The production is great throughout it. Um, it's a really compelling album, but when I listen to it, like usually for a rap album to really, really, really like go above and beyond for me, it needs to feel special or there needs to be something that either culturally or it sounds unique or like the artist is trying something that's completely different. And I think mm-hmm. the Blank Face is kind of like the best possible outcome for a normal rap album. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have mm-hmm. that like that one extra like flair or sparkle or like the wow factor on it that I usually – like Dark Twisted Fantasy years back or like either of the, the latest Kendrick albums. They all – they sounded like something meaningful and you kind of felt when you were listening to it like this is something I haven't heard before. And Blank Face is a very normal rap album. It's just – the best possible normal rap album you could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Blank Face is probably my it's my favorite collect like my favorite collection of songs within TDE this year easily. Um, and and Dylan, you kind of mentioned progression of songs. Isn't that that's kind of like a TDE like specialty now? Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like all all of their artists do that so well. The like mm-hmm. like midway through a song, like the song completely changes. Like oh, that's sweet. Um, I think they do that better than anybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, this album's fantastic. I think I have it ranked number four on the year through all music. And again, I really only listen to hip hop. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I have it ranked four. Uh, it was great. I really enjoy it. It does have a bad song though, Dylan. So don't lie there. You, but, you hate um, E40. What? No, I love Dope Dealer though. I love Dope <laughs> I thought you used to make fun of Dope Dealer constantly. Oh, you and and you. If if it's not Dope Dealer, then you have to hate Big Body. No, I love Big Body. <laughs> wow. Okay. Those are the ones I that everybody know, like, usually criticizes. 
if we had yeah. Dry on this call, the first time I ever listened to this album because I didn't have like a like a music streaming service until the summer, so I hadn't listened to it for like the first three months it came out. And the first thing I texted Brian when I listened to the album was, "Big Body is the best song on the album." <laughs> I've since changed my mind, but that was my first thought. No, the only song I don't like is "Know You're Wrong." I can see that. Like the beginning of that song is kind of it's, annoying. It's horrible. Yeah. I really like the second half of No You're Wrong though, yeah, the, enough to like follow through it. Mm-hmm. And and we, like we were saying, and Dylan, we, me and Dylan were talking the other day, and I, I said that the first part of No You're Wrong sounds very much like a food and liquor kind of track. <laughs> and like if yeah. you just listen to it, it sounds kind of like either Sunshine or like I don't know. It just sounds food and liquory, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not that good. And Dylan, you know this better than anybody. I do this thing where if like the first like 15 seconds of a song aren't good, I'll say it's a bad song until for years. And then like the mm-hmm. song will come on shuffle and I won't realize that it's the song on and I'll get midway through the song. Be like, what song is this? And I'll love it. The best example of that, Dylan, is uh, Focused by Wale. We used to hate that song. And now yeah. it's, my, it's, it's my favorite song on that album by far. By far. Yeah, that song's actually pretty good. <laughs> but the beginning is terrible because of Kid mm-hmm. Cudi moaning in the microphone like he's an idiot. Man, I don't know what my least favorite song on Blank Face is. The first no, time I listened to the, to the album, my favorite song was Lord Have Mercy. Even though that it's only a great. minute and I'm... a half long, but like, damn, that song's <laughs> yeah. good. Mm-hmm. But like, song. I guess at songs that don't necessarily fit in, like whatever you want doesn't fit in. Yeah, that's probably my least favorite. That's probably my least favorite, just, too. And I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's just too poppy. Mm-hmm. And Whatever then, you want? Yeah, I think it's a good but, song. It's just not... It, it doesn't fit. It's my third favorite song on the album. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one that doesn't fit is Overtime, but I, I, Overtime's my second favorite song on the album, so... But that's also a bonus track. It's only on the deluxe edition. No, is it? Yeah, yeah I think it ends track. at Blank Face, right? Blank Face is the last song on the album, and then Overtime and Tookie Knows 2 are bonus tracks. Those songs are great. Yeah. 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 I love both of those songs. Those are probably like my top two favorite songs, besides maybe that part. Well, that John part and Groovy Tony are probably better. Yeah. But John, Overtime's the close. Album. Oh, I love John Moyer. Yeah, it's the best song on the album. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, every song in this album is really, really good. I just for I, they just all just feel like normal rap songs, and I guess that's my one criticism. Yeah, I can kind of see that. You said the same thing on Absol last week, though. Yeah, but okay, I can't I can't compare this to Absol. The Absol album is boring as hell. Like this whole album's great. It's it's really good. You need to listen. You need to listen to it again. Maybe I do. I don't think, I don't think you listened to it correctly. I also only listened to the first, like, ten songs, and then I just had to stop. <laughs> so if it gets better, I, the, the longer you go, then maybe I have to try it again. Yeah. I don't think I don't think TDE made a bad piece of music all year. I don't think they've made – oh, wait, never mind. Did you hear Lance Skiwalker's album? Well, I don't count those guys. I think – I think it's really impressive. It's a steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> I think it's really impressive that they got all four like major artists with albums this year. If you count Kendrick's mm-hmm. compilation of whatever it was mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, I'm I'm kind of sour yeah. on that. Kind of soured me actually on the Absol thing. Like saying putting it in that perspective, 
it's pretty like okay yeah it's it's a good accomplishment that all four of them could all come out with albums that are like pretty good the same year but i just like when it, when that i heard that that absol album was going to drop before the year ended i was kind of like i don't know what he's doing because <laughs> like there's no way the album's going to be better than schoolboys kendrick mm-hmm. like had a probably his worst album of his last 3 and still there was no way absol was going to beat him and there's no way he was going to beat Richard. Like, oh, yeah. Isaiah's the man. Because Isaiah's album was just incredible. Like, he was, he's yeah. at peak right now. So I don't, like, the, the best possible outcome for Absol would be he released the last album of the four, and it was the worst of the four. And it probably was, right? Mm, yeah, um, I guess I'd have to say that. I think it's better than Untitled. Untitled is kind of just nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to, like, rank Untitled, because, like, there's really not, like, a bad song on it, but, like, none of the songs really stand out, and there's only, like, eight of them. It's yeah. it's so, so short, and, like, it's it's just there. But yeah. I, I, but you're right, all the songs are good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say Absolus is better than that, but also, I mean, I mean, those are songs that were made, what, three or four years ago, so, I mean... It's like, not like... Kendrick's peak. trash, like, just got beat out by Absol's best. Yeah, I mean, like Kendrick is like in the three year three years since those songs were made, he's like peaked to like an exceptional level. I mean, whenever you whenever you look at a track listing and you see featuring Kendrick Lamar, you turn that song on, <laughs> yeah. and, and and I've never been disappointed by it ever. You yeah. you could have made a twelve song album with Kendrick's twelve best features of the year, and it would have probably been the best rap album of the year. Easily. And yeah. like, I, I mean, when's the last time Kendrick was on a song and he wasn't the best verse on it? On the an album. I don't think. Possibly on the album, the yeah. Best part, best part of the album. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. I Travis mean, Scott. He wasn't the best part of the Travis Scott album. Well, he's close, but he's not the best part. Oh, he's easily the best part of that album. <laughs> no, maybe Andre. I mean, he's not the best part of Frank's album, but that's because he does backing vocals. <laughs> the same thing with Schoolboy, but he's actually kind of the best part of that song that he's on on Schoolboy's album. He's on like four songs on Schoolboy's album. He does all the vocals. Yeah, I guess he does most back of the backing up. vocals, yeah. But... He's a legend. We're going to leave it at that. So we haven't... None of us have talked about Chance yet. Oh, I just assumed that was coming soon. Yeah, so... Is is Chance in any of your guys' top five? I don't think so, actually. Like, I really like Coloring Book, but I just think that this year was just so strong that I could put a couple more. He's probably around, like, six or seven, but... Like, right yeah. on the fringe? Mm-hmm. Dylan, you're wrong. <laughs> no, you're just wrong. I have it, uh... It's third. It's the third best album of the year. Okay. It it like it's it's one of those just albums that like one is so unexpected because it's not what he's done before like his entire career before this. And it it's it's almost revolutionary in effect. I mean not revolutionary, I think that's the wrong word. I think it a lot of it just harkens back to it makes me think of old Kanye. And nobody, mm-hmm. nobody loves old Kanye more than I do. I yell at you guys for liking new Kanye all the time. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are just dumb. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, it just it brings me back to those days when I felt like, you know, that guy was the best. And I love this album. I, I still listen to it all the time. Um, yeah, you could definitely feel the Kanye influence on this album. Mm-hmm. Like, it like, has that same soulful, gospel-y vibe to it. I mean, it starts with that all the God. It's kind of, it's hard to not have the God yeah. vibe if he, like, produces and is in, like, 90% of the first song in the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... It's it's the great thing about Coloring Book. Uh, like, I don't know if I think the album is that great. But it's out of all the albums that have come out this year, and it's kind of like the opposite of um, Blank Face. It's, like, so happy. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just yeah. it's impossible to listen to Chance and not smile. <laughs> and, like, just be, like, really happy and excited when you're listening to him. Like, Blank Face and a lot of other albums are, like, so serious sounding. And, like, they could be really good, but, like, they're pretty heavy. And, like, Coloring Book is, like, the least heavy album that's ever existed. Yeah. Like, yeah, Mixtape is probably, like, the most, like, hardcore song. And, like, mm-hmm. that's hardly anything. <laughs> and, like, even the, young fe- even the features on Coloring Book are, like, really, like, for, like, a critically acclaimed album... The features are like Lil Wayne, Two Chains, Young Thug, Little Yachty. Like they like Justin Bieber's on the album. Future's yeah. on the album. Electronica. So, J- Electronica is actually really good. Yeah, he's fantastic. But yeah. like T Pain, like how is T Pain <laughs> on an album? When was the last time he was on an album? And then he, like all of a sudden he just appears in like the second to last track. Yeah. So like yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's it's really. It it is a good album. I, I don't listen to it that much, but it's like if I need something to cheer me up, I just go and throw all we got on or Angels on or No Problems or Mixtape or Summertime Friends. Like there are a lot of like songs that just when you listen to them they like you get cheered up. Yeah, I think for sure. I think it's weird. I think that's why I like it so much because it's like a really good album and it's enlightening, which is nice because. I don't know. The music I've liked this year is the very dark stuff, which I guess goes back to Travis and stuff like that. But I've really enjoyed kind of getting into that like darker realm of hip hop. And so every once in a while, it's nice to like see the light and chance kind of brings that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I don't know. Uh, what was your, do you guys want to talk about favorite songs now or we can do whatever, man. I mean, I'm here. I'd I'd be remiss to not take this time and and just thank the rap god J. Cole for uh for for, for finishing out the year so strongly. Okay, let's do this, because I haven't listened to the J. Cole album. You and Dylan talk for five minutes about J. Cole, and then afterwards you can sit down and use the bathroom, me and Dylan will talk about tribe. Alright, that sounds fair. <laughs> Alright. So convince me, convince me, why should I listen to J. Cole? Why should I like J. Cole? Man, I mean, I'll tell you what. I don't, I get what people say. I feel like I understand all the criticism against him because he, he's unlike anybody that's like ever done it. Like, I feel like no rapper, not Drake, because Drake is like very poppy in his music. I think Cole kind of is able to do lyrically what Drake does in terms of, uh, spitting very emotional stuff straight from the heart, but in a like a more uh, traditional hip hop sense than Drake does, and so I think a lot of people get turned off by that. Mm-hmm. But nobody 
tells a story like this guy does. I just feel like when I'm listening to his music, I feel his music more than I've ever felt anybody's music just because I feel like he like paints such a good picture of yeah, what he, definitely does. he was going through when he was writing it or what he was experiencing, what he's talking about. Um, I don't think anybody does that the way he does ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I feel like listening to J Cole is more of a feeling experience than a listening experience. And I know that sounds weird, but that's kind of yeah. how I have always looked at it. And I don't kind know. Of how to like put it all together. Cause like, he's like, like his instrumentals and like his rapping and his flow and all that is like pretty good. Like it's like above average, but like it's like not really that special. But like you incorporate that like with his storytelling and just like I don't know. Like he like he produces all of his stuff, so like he knows like how to like make the production go with the story and the lyrics and the flow and everything. And it's just like really put together really well. Yeah, I mean, dude is a dude's a god. <laughs> I love Cole, man. I've been listening to Cole now for, I don't know, five, six years since Friday Night Lights came out. And every time he comes out with something, it becomes my favorite thing that gets dropped that year. Not this one, though. Not this one. Uh, yeah, I don't think I, I ever met anybody that liked J. Cole besides Troy until 2014 Forest Hills Drive came out. Troy, yeah. Troy was really like the only person that really liked him, and he's really liked him from the beginning. Yeah, no, for sure. This dude is a—he's uh, real, and I feel like I like this album. I do. I think it's a good way to end the year because it was a really good year for hip hop, and I feel like it would have been—it would have mi- been missing something if who I consider the best rapper in the game didn't drop something. So mm-hmm. I was glad he did that. With that said. It's not as good as his last two albums. Um, uh, I think it's a little better than Born Center, but it's definitely not better than 2014. I think I'm the only person in the world who thinks that Born Center is just fantastic. Probably. I really, I mean, it, I it's really pretty feel good. that way. Uh, J. Like, Cole probably thinks that. <laughs> like, I really feel like every so. time I like bring up Born Center, people are like, that's not, like, that's not good. It's so good. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's it's a little different than what he normally does, but I like it. Um, I mean, there are a lot of good songs on it, but, like, how long is the album? It has, like, 20-something songs on it. <laughs> so, does, so does Blank Face? Blank Face is, like, 18. But, like, Blank all Blank of the Blank Face, long face as hell. songs are great. Blank Face, that's the other problem. It's almost impossible to get through because you, you need, like, an hour and a yeah. half. Mm-hmm. But like Blank Face, like every song is good. I'm I'm never like disappointed when I'm listening to a song from Blank Every Face. song is good on Born Sinner. <laughs> oh, I would disagree. It's not a bad song. It has song, all the stupid it... skits and interludes. It, so, so, okay, Born Sinner is 21 songs, but five of them are bonus tracks. So okay. the albums, both Blank Face and Born Sinner are 16 songs. Mm-hmm. And then there are five bonus tracks on Born Sinner as compared to two on Blank Face. And there's only two skits, and the interludes are some of the best songs on the album. I can't believe you're making this argument, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just saying. I think it's it's a good album. But, yeah, I mean, I like For Your Eyes Only. Get back to the point of 2016. Um, it has fantastic songs. Um, I think arguably change... That might be the best song he's ever made. I don't know why everyone likes that song so much. Because like it's, it, Dylan, it's about it's about feeling it, and that song 
I, I, it, it, you just feel it. You feel it. You don't even have to listen to it. You just feel it. And it's strange to say that, but I do in a weird way. Um, that song's powerful. It's powerful. Well, my, pro- my favorite song on the album is probably Immortal. It's a good song. It doesn't make my top three, but it's a good song. <laughs> Neighbors? Uh, Neighbors doesn't make the top three either. Boo. I mean, Deja Vu is fantastic. That song's pretty good. It has that sample. Oh, who uses that sample? Well, that's, that's the one thing I don't the like Bryce about J. Cole overall oh, yeah. is whenever I listen to those J. Cole albums, I hear all those old samples. And, like, sometimes people do it and, like, they make it their own or it's, like, a small, like, two-second clip from something old and that doesn't bother me. But J. Cole sometimes just, like, straight out takes, like, an entire song and just redoes it. And it's, like, mm-hmm. I understand if that doesn't bother you, but for, for whatever reason it bothers me. I'm not sure why. Yeah, like how many Tribe Called Quest songs is it sampled? Right, and it's Samples. not. It's not just like sampling it. It's like I'm just going to rap over like this, uh, like this entire background. Mm-hmm. Just nods to the legends, man. I guess so. I guess that's true. He does that with Outcast just, too, right? Yeah, it's just respecting, it's respecting the people who paved the way for him, and then he is better than them. Well, <laughs> were there any artists? I, the only two people I could think of are Lupe and Tyler, like significant rappers that didn't come out with an album this year. Is there anybody else you guys can think of, like people who have dropped either really good albums in the past five years or like or really, really prominent and talked about like that didn't like maybe I think that's probably why the, the year is so strong, just because everybody who could make an album did. Yeah. Uh, is Lupe really prominent anymore? No, but, uh, like, he's been prominent in the last five years. Has he? Yeah. I mean, people like lasers. You liked lasers like, for uh, four years, I, Troy. I still like lasers. I don't know what your guys' problem is, but even that, when did that come out? In 2012? I mean, that's the year I graduated high school. And then, but, yeah. I mean, last year he had probably the second best, if not the best, I guess second best after Kendrick. Rap album. Third best after Tyler. I, I still don't really like that album. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's just, it's just not that good. It's fantastic. It's okay. Look, it's good, but like, and so here's the here's the problem I have with like, with guys like Lupe and guys like Kanye is their old stuff is infinitely better than their new stuff, and so. Okay. Like, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of rappers right now, like Kendrick and Schoolboy and Cole, who are guys who either, when they're making new stuff, it either reaches the level of their old stuff or it tops their old stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, for certain guys like Lupe and Kanye, they peaked early. And, I I mean, how many times have we talked about The Cool being one of those, like, legendary, like, classic albums? Yeah. And then, like, from there, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse to the point now where, like, I still listen to The Cool all the time, but I don't go any farther than that in his discography. Yeah, I can see that. I I guess the album last year, it's, like, one of those albums that you listen to it, and when you're listening to it, you know it, it it is good. Like, it just, it sounds like a good album, but it's not necessarily, like, an album you ever feel like listening to or... 
like you really enjoy that much when you're listening to it. It's just like you're listening to it and you can just tell like, okay, I know I'm supposed to like this and this, this is probably good. But yeah. like, then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get you. Okay, so off the top of my head, uh, rappers that we did not get an album from this year. ASAP Rocky. Oh, Thank God. <laughs> what? How do you not like ASAP? I don't know. I just don't like ASAP. I'm sorry. Oh, that's just that's a terrible take, Nick. That is horrible. We got an ASAP Mob album, so it's all right. <laughs> we got an ASAP Ferg album. And an ASAP Ferg album. Which had New Level, which is one of the best songs of the year. Yeah, we got a Domo Genesis album. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I think uh, I listened to it What a time once. to be alive. <laughs> uh, Big Crit didn't come out with an album. Oh, you're right. Earl Big came shot. out with an album, right? No. No? Okay. He was just featured yeah. on random songs? Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, just Big, on Really Do. Big Sean didn't come out with an album. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's the big blow. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about Big Sean. Well, Big Sean's coming out with one in January, so don't worry. We won't have to wait long. I think it's in January, right? Something like that. It's probably going to be really bad. He hasn't been good in at least four years. Did you hear no more interviews? Yeah, it's a bad song. Bounce Back is good, though. What? How do you not like no more interviews? Not good. It's not good. Great. Oh, and Joey Badass didn't come out with an album, but he came out with the best song of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Devastated's great. Yeah, it's the best album of the year. Uh, I, I, it's, not, it's not the best song of the year, Troy. But it's, it's it might a, be the it's, best it's, song. Of it's my favorite. Uh, it's my favorite uh, Joy Badass song. No, that's just a horrible take. <laughs> that's, just, oh, that's, that's because horrible. that's because I don't listen to any. I haven't listened to anything pre his last album. I haven't listened to any of his mixtapes. So that's just horrible. <laughs> that's just bad. Yeah, it's just bad. It's a great song, and I think it actually might be my favorite song of 2016. But it's not his best song. Don't say that. No. no. Nights is the best song of the year. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of any song that came out. It, it's you, it's so good. Frank yeah. does such a good job. I oh, think there was like a week where I would listen to that song every day driving to and from school. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, more than a week. It was probably like a month yeah, that I did that. Yeah, that was a month. It was the first song I'd listen to when I'd wake up in the morning. And then when I'm driving home from work, I'd also listen to it. So it was like yeah. at least twice a day, probably mm. more. And Rick Ross didn't come out with an album. That's oh, probably another nah. reason why 2016 was such a strong year. <laughs> I'm, I love Rick Ross. Do you like Rick Ross That's albums? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you listened to the last two Rick Ross albums? No. Because no. I, I listened to the first four. I never got anything out of them. <laughs> the last two Rick Ross albums, Mastermind and Black Market, they're masterpieces. They're really <laughs> good, good names. You should. Uh, you should. Uh, you should give them a try. <laughs> when I don't have so many other albums uh, stored up in the queue, maybe I'll jump there. Okay. But. All right, Dylan, the uh, the Tribe album. That's my number two. Rap it's the album. Tribe, y'all. Yeah, that's probably either like my number three or my number four. What you ha- what you have as your top two? Uh, I have uh, Blank Face and Isaiah Rashad. Oh, Isaiah's no. number two. Okay. Actually, I have Blank Face and Blonde, and then three and four are either Isaiah or Tribe. Okay. Yeah. So I have Blonde, one for rap, and then Tribe, and then Blank Face. So that's my top three. And Troy's top three? Uh, my top three is uh, 
Travis's birds, uh, the weekend star boy and, uh, three is coloring book. Okay. Oh, so we have a pretty diverse, I guess me and Dylan have two of the same. Okay. So (laughs) never mind. But, uh, what do you like about the the tribe album or love about the tribe album? Because I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, it it's it's not like they tried to like sound like their old stuff because like a lot of like a lot of the old rappers and old artists like they'll try to like make something that sounded like what they used to do back in the day and it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But somehow Tribe did it and they did it like while using like great features and like new features like people like anderson pack kendrick um and then i guess andre but he's not really new it, it's, but, it's a new andre song though <laughs> that's it, true. it feels new yeah it's like right out the box yeah it's um, like they somehow found a way they they did the one thing that no other old rappers have ever have like seemed to be able to find a way to do and that's like they used the old production and somehow bridged that kind of seamlessly into like new modern styles of hip hop. Like the album, yeah. their songs, like Space Program, just the way the album starts, sounds like it sounds exactly like a song that would come out right in like 1996. Yeah. Like you're there and you're just like, it's exactly like a Midnight Marauder song. And yeah, it sounds like electric relaxation or like clap my hands or something like that yeah it's just it's you're right in there and it sounds perfect but it it also progresses in a way that like modern hip-hop would progress and maybe that's because i and i think my theory on this is that modern hip-hop is like trending more towards jazz and alternative things like if you listen to Kendrick's last two albums, there's like a lot of saxophone and like jazz drumming and Flying Lotus stuff. That yeah. is, and like the same thing with like Tyler now is like dabbling with that stuff on his production, and mm-hmm. like a lot of like these kind of I mean I call it alternative hip hop. I don't know what the proper term would be, but like Schoolboy has like jazz elements, and like that's just kind of how it is now. And because Tribe was doing that 20 years ago. Them doing mm-hmm. what they used to do sounds kind of like what a lot of people are doing now, like yeah. already, where like if Nas goes and tries to make an album that sounds like 1994, it sounds mm-hmm. like somebody trying to make a 1994 album. Yeah, like like Life is Good, like mm-hmm. that album, like it wasn't like particularly bad or anything, but like it just seemed like he was trying too hard to like make it sound like authentic. I really like Life is Good. Mm-hmm. And I... I, I there are always old sounding hip hop songs that come out every year that I like, but there's just something Mm -hmm. about like making a song sound old, but at the same time having the quality, like just the audio quality so much better than it was 20 years ago. That makes it sound fake. Like life Uh is good. Like locomotive is a really cool song and it's definitely an old school sounding song, Mm -hmm. but it's just like it's too crisp. so clean and perfect yeah. and it's just because the technology now is like that and it's hard to make it sound authentic when yeah. it's that clean and if mm. it did, if it didn't sound clean then you'd be like why is the audio quality on this album such a trash <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of like a lose-lose situation <laughs> but i think this album out of all of those the guys that come out like dr dre or nas or even jay-z when he releases new stuff 
like any of those older kind of pioneers. This is the one that captured the 90s the best and also sounded the most modern at the same time. And I just – it came out and I wasn't expecting it to come out. And I saw it and I really yeah. didn't have expectations. I was like, oh, I'll listen to it because I like Tribe. But I just – I didn't think it would be good. I thought it would just be kind of like a – oh, that's kind of nice. They released one more yeah. album. And it's just – I think – I don't know if there are any songs that I really dislike on it. Yeah, no, not really. And it's um, – like Space Program's really good. I think We The People is probably one of my five favorite rap out uh, songs that have come out this year. Uh, I just mm-hmm. lyrically, I think we the people's really strong. And that's the other thing. It's like the lyrics are very, very culturally relevant. Yeah, yeah. It's a like lot of really Donald smart. Trump talk. Yeah, it's like in a post-Trump election, the yeah. album really means a lot more. And it's kind of funny that it came out like two days after he got elected, because like there's a lot of <laughs> stuff on here that's like definitely would it, like if Hillary had gotten elected, the album would feel very different. Yeah, and it'd be like, and maybe the Trump election makes it sound like even better and even more important. Like maybe it actually mm. is to Tribe's benefit that he got elected. But it's just yeah. like, just a lot of the songs. Like Kids is really good because Andre's on there. We the People's mm-hmm. really good. Busta Rhymes is great on the album. Always. Like I, I always listen to Solid Wall of Sounds. It's like for some reason they all just decide to all of a sudden like inherit Jamaican accents. Uh-huh. Or Rastafarian accents, like I'm not really sure why. So they're just like funny yeah. things. Conrad Tokyo mm-hmm. is really good. It's it's like yeah. the combination of the the his uh, Q-Tip's really good production and the modern kind of features that I think makes the album really special. So yeah, I was really moved by it. Mm-hmm. But okay, sorry Troy. I we <laughs> think you should listen to it. Yeah, uh, I, I will eventually, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm pretty accepting of music. I'll listen so. to the J. Cole album if you listen to this. <laughs> you gotta go back, you gotta like, you have to like give like 2014 a real shot, Nick. Yeah. Like give it a real shot. I, that is, that's the best album I've ever listened to, ever. <laughs> Every it's album really of yours good. is the best album you've ever listened to, though. <laughs> no, it just I like mean, changes week by week. No, this has been, this is, no, this has been my favorite album for two years. I just, uh, The Cool was my favorite album for like five years, and then, well, I guess three years, whenever it came out, I don't know. And then this is the best album ever. Like if, I, if, I, if I was on a desert island for two years, or forever, like, I'd just listen to that. I'd just bring that album and listen to it for the rest of my life. But I, I can't imagine listening to that album not driving around. Like driving around. Like, isn't it a very driving driving in your car type of album? I listen to that album in every setting <laughs> that I've ever been in in my entire life. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, you could do it like either way. Like, it it is kind of like good background music, but like if you like actually like fully listen to it, like it's actually really good. Like you could immerse yourself into it. All right. Uh, okay. So do you want to do you want to go through some? like kind of categories like i know I, we didn't prepare for this so I, if i told you stuff it would just be random but uh mm-hmm. let's let's try so who would be like who would you say is your artist of the year artist of the year hmm. that's a tough one it's a really good question man it's a really <laughs> um, good question um i might have to say chance hmm 
just because I feel like he really like blew up this year. Like everyone kind of like secretly liked Chance a little bit, but like no one was really like crazy for him. But like out of nowhere, like he was on that Kanye feature, Ultra Light Beam, and like he just exploded. Like he really took off, and Coloring Book was amazing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, if I talk about, I mean, on a popularity level, there's no doubt it would be Chance. I think that dude's. Yeah. I mean, he's right up there in terms of like, like. I dare say, like Kendrick level in terms of popularity, at least for 2016. Yeah. Um, I was going to pick Chance if, too, and I was going to say the exact same thing you did, Dylan. So I just want. <laughs> well, well, let's just mix it up for the sake of things. If we're going artist of the year, um, you know what? I'll go bold and I'll say Travis Scott. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I have reasons for it. I think uh, uh, not only is Bird such a good album. Uh, in my opinion, but that dude has his hands in terms of production and features in almost in so many songs and songs that you wouldn't yeah. even believe that he's in. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of songs that people really like Travis played some part in them. Mm-hmm. And so from a straight artist standpoint, I mean, he's, he's t- influenced a lot of music this year. So I'd say Travis. Yeah. Like he was in a lot of those like Rihanna songs. It's like he produced mm-hmm. a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah, I think he had a, a very good year, and just in terms of being part of the music in the hip hop industry this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. Um, I I would have went Chance. Uh, you could obviously make the Kendrick argument. He's kind of like JJ Watt. Like unless he <laughs> unless you just decide you get bored of it, he's obviously the best defensive player in the league. Yeah, Kendrick's like the best rapper, even like on a down year where he comes out with not a great album because of his mm-hmm. features and some of the production that he did and the backing vocals and just the people that you could tell that he influenced. Uh, I think oh, yeah. like he's obvi- an obvious choice also. Um, and yeah. then the other person, I'm not going to say definitely, I don't think artist of the year, but in terms of, in my mind, most improved is Danny Brown. Like, Oh yeah. Easily. Like, yeah, I couldn't stand and I was the same with Chance, too, up until, like, I guess leading up to this year. Once once Angels came out last October, um, then I got really into Chance. Mm-hmm. But for a while there, like, I, I couldn't listen to Chance. I just thought his voice was really annoying. I didn't think he was that special. And I despised Danny Brown for, like, five <laughs> years. Like, on that Childish Gambino song, when, he, like, I heard Toxic. Toxic. And I was like, God, yeah, this so guy good. is the most obnoxious, yeah. terrible. And now, like, Toxic's, like, my third favorite song on that Gambino album. And None. it's... Yeah. Huh? Dylan and I have been hype on Danny Brown since old. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. It took me so long. But, like, I don't think an artist has ever jumped in terms of like from point a to point b in the like as far as Andy brown has in the last six months for me yeah like i mean he 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 was one of my least favorite like rappers of all time and now he's (laughs) like probably like one of my five favorite doing stuff right now yeah i mean like he really like changed the sound like yes atrocity exhibition is like such a ridiculous album like it sounds like nothing you've ever heard in your life yeah yeah but it's fun and to listen to i don't know like i guess it, it serves him really well no yeah it's a great album but like old like it has like a lot of like poppy like 
dubstepy kind of songs and like it's just like him like making club songs and songs that he could perform and i don't know this album is just crazy like it's it's all over the place it's so yeah, it it's so unique yeah like it, there's no bass in it i think he, that was the first thing he told me when the album came out yeah. like, listen to it and just like you realize that it's it just feels awkward and it's because like there's really no subwoofer at all and like yeah. for a rap album not to have a bass it's just like what do you do with it mm-hmm. but like all of those songs on that album are really fun and interesting and definitely compelling to listen to like i i don't listen to the album that much but i listen to a lot of the songs on them like individually mm-hmm. yeah and i think and also, i also really liked frankie sinatra when that came out obviously yeah that's kind of what the my avalanches. turning point was when the avalanches came out with frankie sinatra i was like oh shit that's sandy brown i used to hate him <laughs> and then like i started like i listened to that song like a hundred times in like a month and then i like it was like okay now i really like Danny brown i right, go like, back to i got dylan all right i was just gonna say that really though is like maybe like for maybe the best like pure like rap song just because it has like I don't know. Just like all the verses on that song are great, and the beat is great. It has Kendrick, it has Absol and Earl. Like all those guys are just like signature, like great flow, great lyric kind of guys. Yeah, it's a good song. I think going back to Artist of the Year, I think we'd be dumb not to put Drake on there. Like I mean, he in, won in it that, last year. Let's be in honest. that conversation, you think he won it last year? I mean, he had twenty fifteen songs. Year of Drake. Yeah, he had he had what a time to be alive, and if you're reading this, it's too late. He and had two he had albums the, and like forty features. And he had the Meek feud. Yeah, and he killed buried, Meek, buried that dude. And he and he had like nine uh, singles that weren't on albums. Yeah, but I yeah, but I, even think- I, I don't I can't imagine not giving it to Kendrick last year. I think oh. you could have the argument between both of them. <sighs> I think. I, I could never give Drake Artist of the Year anymore. Like, he's too much of a joke. Like, I, I, I think he's good, and I enjoy some of his music, but just there's something about him now at this point that, like, he's he, he's kind of, like, at the Kanye level, but, like, you know Kanye is much more talented, mm-hmm. where, like, it's like Drake is doing something, so it just feels like Drake doing something, not, like, something that's important. Yeah, yeah, I can see I, that. I think 2015 was Kendrick's year in terms of, like, a critical acclaim. Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody understood that this music is, like, this is it. Like, this is good stuff. But I think if you're talking from, like, an impact of the game standpoint, I mean, Drake had the biggest impact on hip-hop last year mm-hmm. than I think arguably anybody has ever had in, a, like, a one-year span you're giving Charles Barkley the MVP when Jordan's standing right next to you getting a triple-double every night, Troy. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta, you know, I think for the sake of the league, I mean, what what fun is it, though? I mean, like, every year you could say, oh, Kendrick's the dude, like, let's give it to Kendrick. And, like, yeah, it's fun. I mean, that's like giving the league MVP to Tom Brady every year. Let Zeke win it this year. Okay, fine. I'll, I, I, can, I can concede slightly, I guess. <laughs> I mean, just on the fact that Drake put out, like, 80 songs last year. The sheer volume. Yeah. Like, Kendrick's album was clearly better than anything Drake put out, but Drake put out everything. 
That's true. I feel like, it, and I feel like his future verses this year have been really good, and his album has obviously sold infinitely more albums than anybody else this year. Well, I you know, know the, sold more than Beyonce. Well, I'm talking like in a hip hop sense. I consider, I don't consider Beyonce to be in the hip hop category. I guess you probably could, though. You could. I think if you're going to talk, and that album is actually in, good. Like I, I, I hate I usually hate Beyonce's music and I even like that album so yeah and I mean One Dance has been streamed a billion times on Spotify so it, it, it's, easy, it's easy to stream a song that's like only two minutes long though yeah I mean I've probably listened to it about a million times on my own so <laughs> it's a great song it's amazing I'm trying. I'm just. I'm trying. I'm going through in my head right now to, to think. Are there any rappers that came out with something really good this year that we missed? Um, I guess uh, Vince Staples came out with his EP that I really liked. Yeah. And then Logic. I know Troy likes Logic a lot. <laughs> Bobby Tarantino. I, I like Logic a lot too, <laughs> but I never listened to yeah. it unfortunately. Yeah, Tarantino's good, but it's like compared yeah, I to listen- every- Compared to everything else that came out this year, like it's good, it's just not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Uh, so, you guys have any uh, any last thoughts before we kind of close this thing out? We're forgetting the most like the most important like cultural song of like the last like three months. Ultralight Beam. No, Black <laughs> Beatles. Oh, that's true. I didn't know that their name was Eardrums <laughs> backwards. What? Their name is Ear Drummers, but backwards. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. It's they're, hilarious. They're smart and intelligent, so they have I, to do I, it. I also didn't know that they were the no flex zone people. Backwards. Yeah, they are. Like, of course. It, it's so bizarre <laughs> that like no flex zone came out and it's such a joke and fake song, and they were like. 12 year olds running around in this music video and like black beetles mm. is such like an intense sounding song and it sounds so real yeah it's like, amazing how somebody can evolve that much and really only in two years you know flex going to in 2014 like mm. unless he, they were going to do like the soldier boy uh, <laughs> like route where they just come out with like one song every three years that like gets popular for no reason like no flex zone you could have been like okay this is the only song we're ever going to hear from these people and then they're going to like fall off the face of the earth and that'll be it like, it's mm-hmm. pretty incredible that they actually came out with something, like, meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. I know Soldier Boy's not listening. Soldier Boy, stop. Isn't stop he in beefing. jail? No, he's beefing with Shia LaBeouf, and it's embarrassing all of hip-hop. <laughs> like, thought, why are you... I thought he got why arrested are you this a, week or something. Melissa, did you Soldier Boy get arrested this week? Yeah. She says yes. <laughs> why is he picking a fight with a dude who played Sam Witwicky in the Transformers? Like, stop it. He deserves to go to jail. Who, Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, he does. No, no, I'm talking about Soldier Boy. (laughs) Shia LaBeouf has a lot of problems. Soldier Boy is probably the least of his worries. Oh, that's what we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about Kanye's album at all. Because it was bad. It's probably because it came out in January. And it was bad. It wasn't bad. It was, guys. (laughs) It wasn't bad, Troy. I mean, I don't no. think I've listened to it since, like, March, but... I've listened, that. That. I've listened to Ultra Light Beams, like, 150 times this year. <laughs> and it, ha- it had the Chance verse on it. 
I've listened to Father Stretch My Hands a ton. Oh, we didn't talk about Panda or Timmy Turner. <laughs> Panda came out in 2015, technically. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I guess it did. You're right. But Timmy, Turn- Timmy-, Timmy Turner is one of my top ten favorite songs of the year. God, that song's <laughs> terrible. It's so good. Do you like the actual song or do you like the freestyle better? No, I like the actual song. Because the freestyle is just him without any sort of background. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty terrifying sounding. <laughs> I don't think I've listened to a designer song that I haven't liked yet. <laughs> Is that did weird? You, did you actually listen to Old English? <laughs> yeah, I have. I've listened to the entire thing. I like it a lot. Okay, you're just weird then. Am I? <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> Dylan, I mean, Jet's Jet's his best song. Oh, That's Old English. Dylan, do you know why Waves is on the Life of Pablo? What do you mean? Why it's on it? Oh, yeah, because it's like chance. Just a, it's just a Chris Brown song. So are oh. half the songs on the album? Why is that a problem? <laughs> this is what I told you guys when the album came out, and I first listened to it. Half of the album is not Kanye. Yeah, that's, that's pretty true. Well, that's all of his albums. He always has a ton of features. No. He has features, but at least he's in a lot of the songs. He's not even in most of these songs. He's in Real Friends. Yeah, like, that song's like really good. He's, he says like eight words in FML, and the rest is just all the weekend. Oh, FML has mm-hmm. a, a really great verse. It's, but it's like eight words. Oh, it's no, really never mind. Verse. It doesn't. I'm thinking it's of not really a verse. Yeah, it's not really a verse. Highlights highlights is the best highlights verse is the a really good verse, right? Yeah. Okay. It's just not a, it's just not a good album, guys. It's fun to listen to. The production's amazing. It's like if you didn't have to listen to any of the words, like if it was just strictly an instrumental album, you'd be like, "Oh, this is awesome." Kanye has lost it. He has no lyrical semblance of what he was. He, well, he which, whatever you want to say, like lyrically, he's not very good anymore. Uh, he's out of his mind. He's crazy. All of these things are true. He's completely lost it, and, and he's not the same dude. Um, sorry. It's definitely the not like, I agree with you. I agree with you that like he's crazy and like his lyrics aren't as good. But like he was still able to make a pretty good album. It's not good. It's fun to listen to. Like it's good. It's good from a production standpoint. Yeah. Just just like sit down and like try and analyze the lyrics like one day because I have. And <laughs> like, there's not much to if analyze. You can... <laughs> It's yeah, if, if you can get past like, saying stuff. yeah, it's like every three lines is to talk about his genitalia. That's a lot of and like, dude, fry. like, and that, no, that's that's history. also him on like all of late registration. He just like, oh, I love late registration. PhD, <laughs> pretty huge. <difference. laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, like, that's like a like a one thing. I mean, that that's on a, like a very good song too. It's mm-hmm. just like. Kanye, like, I just don't think he has anything. And it's, like, sad because, like, he's going through a lot in his life right now. And I wish he would channel that into music. Like, I wish he'd, like, rap about that and, like, how he's feeling. And instead, like, he just chooses to rap about being Kanye West. Yeah, but he, I mean, like, yeah. Like, the fictional Kanye West, like like, the Kanye West that, like, people assume he is. Like, he's not rapping, like... I feel like in his early stages of his career, he was rapping about the Kanye West, the person who's actually Kanye West, who he is as a person. And now he just is rapping as 
the fictional Kanye West that everybody portrays him to be, mm-hmm. which is just like this big asshole and like somebody nobody likes. And like, I don't want to hear that, man. Like, I don't care that's, at all. That's definitely an accurate assessment of it. Uh, the album is probably the only Kanye album that's come out that it didn't finish in the, my top 10 at the end of the year. Like I think all of his other ones, I I thought when the year came along. I mean, especially for rap music. I mean, Darkness Fantasy was my favorite rap album in 2010. Graduation was my favorite mm-hmm. rap album in 2007. Late Registration was probably my favorite rap album in 2005. And then like even like 808 and Heartbreak and like Jesus, I thought were good for what they were. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus yeah. is really good. It's just kind of hard to listen to sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But. Very anti-Kanye, like the last like three or four years. <laughs> yeah, well, understandable. You, you'll turn around, but it's understandable. Yeah, for sure. It's just whack. But. Okay, guys, I think we've talked about a lot. Uh, we yeah, we've been talking for a little more than an hour, so I'm cutting us off. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, no problem. And we're, we're going to do a Pokemon draft coming up <laughs> in the next few days. So study for that. So, oh, yeah. I have my list. I got the draft board up in the room. I'm hanging it in the living room. <laughs> I'm taking this seriously. Yeah. I caught my Lickitung today in Pokemon Go. I'm really excited. I don't have to worry about him anymore. I have to catch up on that game. <laughs> you don't have to. The game, the game is like Kanye West. <laughs> lost its luster yeah i i disagree but that that'll be for next time guys so uh thanks everyone for listening uh and tune in in a week or so and you'll hear about pokemon so all right all right straight up bye see you Fall